Hi, it's me, Dr. Jen, here for Six Minutes of Science, and today we're going to explore a subject that I generally don't go into in our community. But it's really necessary that we explore it today because information came to my attention that the eight Ivy League schools in the United States have received some $3.8 billion in 2021. Eight schools, $3.8 billion for enforcing vaccine mandates. And that should be something that really irritates us. Remember what we've said over and over again, the CDC statistic, 99.99% of the people under the age of 40 are not having any negative effects in terms of dying or ongoing issues related to COVID. And then why is it that our government in the United States has allocated $3.8 billion to eight universities. Eight universities that are the most highly esteemed universities, higher education in our country, understanding the so small risk for any of those people if they tested positive, why is that? And why was 68% of that $3.8 billion from the Department of Health and Human Services. The question is why are there mandates? And why are we financially incentivized to pursue and eliminate people from schools and from jobs if they're not compliant with a mandate? The NIH has a joint patent for the COVID, the Moderna COVID vaccine. How is that okay that the institution that is helping us understand how we're protecting our community is co-owners of a patent for a vaccine and when we understand the negative effects, the 1 million plus people that have had adverse events as a result of the vaccines, and why was that warp speed initiative encouraged and you know, began with, with President Trump and then continued on as this is an emergency use authorization? Why weren't we more concerned about protecting the people we just got done talking about it yesterday in terms of the 23% decline in cognitive and nonverbal communications from children that were born in the pandemic time. So what do you think that impact is going to be as time goes on and we continue to see the effects of the pandemic on the people? And most of these effects is certainly of the people under 40 years old it's not that they're dying as a result, but they're stripped of the intellectual capabilities of communication. They're, they're reducing their able, ability in verbal and, and verbal skills and in their reading and in their mathematical skills. So it's a challenge. It's a challenge to us to recognize. The White House College Vaccine Challenge had three parts. And they were challenging schools in the United States to do three things. One, engage every student, 
all of the faculty and all the staff, 100%. Two, of organizing the college in communities. So uniting people together in this vaccine mandate. And three, delivering the vaccines, having access for all the people in their communities. And just recognize, even if the university wasn't receiving direct funding like these Ivy League schools were, knowing that these universities, at least in the United States, get millions of dollars from the Department of Education, then would you think that might be a little bit of pressure for them to want to comply with the White House College Vaccine Initiative or want to comply with the Department of Education and their mandates, even though these were voluntary. This wasn't mandated to schools, but schools voluntarily chose to be a part of this White House College vaccine um, challenge. So it provokes me. It makes me a little agitated, a little bit irritated, which is a little bit hard to stay compassionate which is our objective in Six Minutes of Science, to compassionately connect, to build bridges, to live beyond the pandemic. How is it compassionate that people are dying as a result of a vaccine mandate? People are being stripped of their livelihood, of their ability to perform their functions that they're trained professionals and other universities are getting $3.8 billion to comply with a vaccine mandate for something that hasn't even completed the clinical trials, that has only been authorized for emergency use authorization. How is that a compassionate way that we're coming alongside of people, protecting the people at, at the risk, those young people, that their future is at risk. We don't know the impact that changing the genetic expression is having. We absolutely are seeing the impact that reducing people's ability to connect, communicate, and have verbal communication and visual communication by masking them, we already see the negative effects that's having. So I hope it irritates you. I hope it churns you up. I hope it makes you recognize the, the disparity of the information and the application of the information and what's the end result? Is it causing us to live compassionately connecting? Is that allocation of $3.8 billion helping us to live beyond the pandemic, helping people to make better health choices so that they can care for their bodies without the dependence of a vaccine? And if not, why not? And why aren't our voices louder? Why aren't we in, in the Experience TLC, in our communities, sharing this information, making sure that people globally are understanding that we should be standing up and saying, it's not fair, it's not okay, and it's not the right thing to be doing when there's such a risk associated with mandating vaccines. So, Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being the best part of our Six Minutes of Science community. I hope that you're compelled to comment on this. I hope you're compelled to share. Whether or not you're pro-vaccine or not pro-vaccine, this economic incentivizing people 
to be vaccinated should churn you up. If the vaccines are so good, then why do we have to incentivize with $3.8 billion to eight schools? Why do we have to do that? Why can't we use those $3.8 billion to help people to live healthy lives in community and connection and not be victims from other diseases that people are dying from every single day, like heart disease and cancer and making poor decisions. So please join us in Experience TLC. Please share these posts and please go on your social media posts and try to get the notifications ahead of times, even though I know that's really hard to do right now because sometimes people are trying to help us to not be connecting but we're persisting. That's who we are. It's what we do. Bye for now.